Eve's Guide for Regular Guys. Tips and advice on developing confidence, embracing your style, and attracting the love and sex you want. Hi guys, welcome to Eve's Guide for Regular Guys. I hope you had a great week. And I hope you did some of the exercises we talked about in last week's episode. If you did, I'd love to hear from you. I'd love to know what you did and what you noticed. And if anything maybe started to change for you, that kind of thing, I'd love to hear from you guys. So please do comment or write to me. Let me know how things are going during this series. So this week, I want to talk to you about your clothes. Now, maybe clothes are no big deal to you. Maybe you're one of those guys who has no issues with how you dress. It just doesn't cause you any stress at all. You can find clothes that fit and suit you. You don't ever really have to stress about it. And if that's you, that's great. That's really great. I'm so glad because one less thing you have to worry about. If you're like me at all, <laughs> even the very thought of clothes shopping gives you the heebie-jeebies, you know? I guess I'm unlike most women. I'm not into clothes and shoes, and I really hate shopping. So if you do too, I understand. It's a chore, and it's often a really frustrating one. It can also be a really sensitive subject, especially if you have body image issues, or if your parents used to give you a hard time about the way you dress, you know. <laughs> I hear you, brother. I'm right there with you. But something that really broke through for me um, was I was watching an episode of the TLC show, What Not to Wear. I don't know if you know about this show. I don't even know if it's still on the air. This was this was a while ago. In a nutshell, the idea was that people who, who really dressed badly, who had a really, really bad sense of personal style, they would be set up by their friends or their colleagues or family, whatever. They They would be surprise kind of ambushed on this show and these two hosts would sort of guide them through the process of how to dress better. Now sometimes the show went a bit too far in trying to, I don't know, re-educate people <laughs> who didn't dress very well. And sometimes they were a bit too fashion forward. You know, they were too trendy, too stylish for a lot of the people. But overall, they made some really, really good points. And I think that they helped a lot of people. The thing that helped me the most was during one episode when one of the hosts, um, Stacy, was talking to that week's guest, and the guest said that the reason she didn't like to go shopping was that as a larger girl, she had to try on so many clothes all the time, and most of them never fit or, or looked right on her. The guest said it was just so depressing that she hated doing it. And Stacy, who is this chic, thin little fashionista, she just blinked and she said, honey, that's true for everyone, or something to that effect. Basically, she said, look, I don't care who you are or what your body shape is. Absolutely everyone has to try on a lot of things to finally get the right one. And very often, it's incredibly frustrating. But look, it's just something you have to do, right? So just grin and bear it. It's worth it. And that really opened my eyes as I watched other episodes, I began to notice that she she was right. Even people with so-called average bodies, you know, fairly average height and weight, people, people who you'd think would have no problem finding clothes, even they were struggling with what size clothing they actually took, with what suited them, with what didn't work with their body, with style, all that kind of thing. 
In fact, I want you to watch some videos. This is going to be part of your homework for this week. Watch a few of these. I've got the links uh, down below. And hear me, please, when I say it absolutely does not matter that the first episodes that I've linked are uh, what not to wear featuring women, okay? Please, it does not matter that they're women. Listen to the points being made about how these people feel about themselves and what they're saying to the world. The other links are all about guys, okay? So don't worry, but I do think you should watch all of them. Now, of course, I don't want to, you know, homogenize everybody and take away your personal style. I don't want to make you do something too quickly that you're not ready for, nothing like that. I'm just trying to get to the basics here. So if you take nothing away from this other than what I'm about to say, I'll be happy. Okay? So listen up. You want to put some attention into the clothes you wear so that you'll get the message every single day that you're worth the effort and so that people around you will know that you respect yourself. Other people will respect you more and even be attracted to you if you do. So let's get down to basics here. Before you do anything else, I want you to replace your hangers. <laughs> yes, you heard me right. Your hangers. I want you to figure out how many hangers you need. Then go to the dollar store or Ikea or whatever and get yourself some new wooden hangers. They're usually a light blonde wood with silver metal hook tops, but sometimes you can get dark wood ones with black metal hooks, whatever you like. Just get some nice wooden hangers. They're not that expensive, but even if you can only afford one set of six or eight or whatever they come in, just start there and gradually replace all your old hangers. So why am I telling you to do this? It's just hangers, right? Do they matter? They do. Because <laughs> if you look in your closet and you see old misshapen wire hangers with <laughs> like the ripped paper cover from a dry cleaners, you know, if you see all sorts of neon blue warped plastic things or or something that your grandmother covered in wool back in 1975 it just doesn't look nice and that's all that's all there is to it it doesn't look nice it looks sloppy and like you don't care if though you open your closet door and you see all these lovely matching gleaming wood hangers that glide nicely on the rod it looks about a million times better to you right you're the only one who will see this well, and hopefully, ding, 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 a woman, and trust me, she will like the look of this very much. You will see something that's just for you that looks really nice. That's the point. It's a simple thing, but this is about simple things. Simple things add up. So pay attention to little details like this. They really do matter. And while you're shopping for hangers, look in the same area and see if they have any of those little blocks of cedar with a hook hanger on top. Cedar smells amazing, and it keeps moths away, so get a couple of those to hang in between your clothes. Clothes can get that musty smell after being hung up for too long, so the nice cedar scent keeps things fresh. If you don't like cedar, there are other air freshener type things you can get just for closets. So try some out and, and find the one you like. Now, the other thing I want you to do while you're replacing your hangers is this. First, though, put on some music you like or a TV show that you enjoy, or a movie or something. Make your environment pleasant. Get a drink or a snack, you know, really make yourself comfortable. The point is that none of this has to be stressful. It doesn't have to cause you anxiety or feel like a task that you just have to get through. Okay, so once you've done that, 
As you're taking the clothes off their old hangers and getting rid of the hangers, I want you to look at each piece of clothing. You're going to make four piles on your bed or your floor or whatever. The first pile is the easiest. It's the pile for anything that has just seen better days. Anything with holes or rips in it. Anything that you don't think can be sewn or repaired or, or something you're just not going to bother repairing. Anything with a stain on it, a permanent stain, you know, that kind of thing. Anything that's just worn out. You know, sometimes t-shirts get what they call the bacon neck. The neckline gets all wavy and it looks like a strip of bacon. <laughs> um, sometimes sweaters and some, and some cotton gets those little balls on them. You know, and although you can just shave those off, even with just your razor, it's up to you if you want to bother. If you're not going to bother, then throw out anything pilly like that. That's what they call it. Sometimes clothes get frayed cuffs and collars. Some get sun faded, you know, so parts of it are darker <laughs> than the other. You know what I mean? Any clothes that are just ready for that big hamper in the sky, you know, put them <laughs> in the first pile, the, the toss pile. Now, everything else, everything that's in fairly good condition, should go in one of three piles. And I want you to think of them like this. Friends, acquaintances, and strangers. The friends pile is for clothes you like and wear all the time. Your favorites, basically. The acquaintance pile is for clothes you only wear once in a while. You know, maybe they're more formal, like a suit or a pair of trousers, whatever. Whatever the reason, they're okay, they're just not something that you wear a lot. And the stranger's pile are those clothes that you never wear. Maybe someone bought you a shirt for Christmas five years ago and you've never even taken off the tag. Maybe it's a pair of jeans that used to fit but you've gained or you've lost weight. Maybe it's something you bought because you liked the look of it but it just doesn't feel comfortable so you never wear it. Whatever the reason, if it's a stranger, Put it in the stranger pile. Don't keep um, someday clothes around. You know, clothes that you hope will fit you someday. Like after you lose weight or when you put on some muscle, that kind of thing. Just get rid of them. You'll buy new clothes when you reach your body goals. You don't need to keep them around ahead of time, reminding you, you know, unless they really truly serve as some kind of motivation. Some people, some people like to do that. But if you're just keeping them around until you can fit into them, just get rid of them. Okay, so once you've done that, maybe take a look through your acquaintance pile again and see if there's anything that really could be considered a stranger. Something you just don't think you'll ever wear again. When you're done that, I want you to bag up those clothes because you can donate them to lots of local charities. Sometimes there's a donation box in parking lots. Sometimes you can just drop them off at a charity store or sometimes they'll even just come pick them up from your house. If they're in good condition, someone else can can use them so don't throw them away give them away okay now you can put your friends onto their new hangers and put them away I'd suggest putting types of clothes together just for convenience you know shirts and pants in groups whatever then hang your acquaintance clothes together in a group and ideally separate from your friends if you can put them in a different closet even that's great but otherwise just put them down one end of the closet and the reason for this is simple. It saves you a lot of time when you're getting ready. You don't have to flip through 40 shirts that you don't want to wear, hunting for one that you do want. So just do all of this very slowly and try to enjoy the process. Let it take as long as it takes. When you're done, look at your closet with your nice hangers and all your 
friends, you know, your favorite clothes, and just feel good about it. Do this before I send you out on your first shopping trip, okay? Just let yourself enjoy the look of your closet for a bit. You can also go through the same process with socks, underwear, ties, whatever, you know. Just toss things that are worn out or you don't use. Okay, so now, going clothes shopping. I think I might surprise you with what I'm going to say. I hope I do, because <laughs> my goal, as you know, is to shake things up and make you think about things a little differently. So hear me out on this. I don't want you to go to a mall. At least not yet. For now, I want you to start somewhere else. The reason I don't want you to start at the mall is that, for one thing, it can be intimidating. I know that might sound strange to some of you, but the mall really can be daunting, especially if you don't really know the first thing about how to shop for clothes. You see all these name brand stores with very little selection inside. There are salespeople you might not want to deal with for whatever reason. The stores are expensive, and quite often they don't carry your size. Most national stores, even places like Walmart and Target, you know, never mind the mall stores like, um, you know, American Outfitters or River Island, those kinds of things, they have a real challenge on their hands. Their buyers have to keep ahead of fashion trends and they have to pre-order clothes, just hoping people will buy them. So they also have to play the averages and try to carry sizes that fit the average person. So they tend to be very general in their sizing, especially in men's stores. Did you ever think about that? I mean, <laughs> for all the incredible variety in shapes and sizes and heights and weights and lengths of arms and all that, we basically have small, medium, and large. That's it. Hundreds of millions of <laughs> unique men all corralled into small, medium, and large. Maybe extra small or extra large if you're lucky, but that's it. <laughs> so, you know, chances are good if you just wander into a store in the mall Maybe you'll find a handful of styles and colors in three basic sizes. And if you don't happen to fit those sizes, or if those styles or colors don't suit you, well, you're just out of luck. Now, sometimes you'll get lucky, and a mall will have a, a plus-size store, for example. Well, for men, they tend to call it big and tall. For women, it's usually called plus-size. And again, this is because a store can only risk so much on inventory. You know, they can't buy up clothing in every size there is. But the problem is, when it comes to labeling a store as plus size, or big and tall, or only petites, or whatever, a lot of people feel incredibly stigmatized even going into a shop like that. If you're struggling with your weight, you don't want to be sent off to the, the big people store, right? It just makes things worse. If you feel self-conscious about your height, shopping for petites, or short men, or whatever, can make you feel singled out. And then, of course, you're still faced with the same problem. Limited selection based on the store trying to figure out what's going to sell. So this is why I don't recommend you start at the mall, whatever your body size or shape. Even if you have one of the, quote, average body shapes and you could shop at regular stores, I think you can benefit from what I'm going to suggest. I want you to look around either online or in the yellow pages for secondhand clothing stores. Okay, the largest ones you can find. In Canada, one of the biggest is called Value Village. They sell absolutely everything under the sun, including racks and racks of good secondhand clothing. In the States and Australia, I think they're called Savers. But there are others too, of course, like 
Goodwill Salvation Army, and there's lots of consignment stores and other places to buy clothes secondhand. This is where I want you to go. And here's why. These stores operate on a donation system, usually. People donate their unwanted clothes, just like your unwanted strangers, which, by the way, I want you to bring with you and drop off when you go shopping, you know, give back a little. Um, and some of these clothes are actually brand new, you know, with their tags still on, still attached. The key point is that all sorts of people of all shapes and sizes, and usually from all over the world, donate their unwanted clothes. So that means that in these places, the selection is absolutely enormous. You get every size there is all in one place. You get every brand name, sometimes even high-end and designer clothes. You get every style, color, fabric. You get everything all in one place, and usually for about a quarter of the cost of buying it new. You don't have salespeople to pester you. You can just browse through the racks. You can find your size, and you can look at everything without ever being bothered. You can try stuff on without being bothered. There's nobody outside the door saying, can I get you something else? You know, The only possible drawback is that there's usually only one of something. You know, if you see a shirt that you like, but it's the wrong size, well, you're out of luck. But there's just so much selection, I think it more than makes up for that slight drawback. Now, I know that as you progress, you're probably going to move on from thrift shops and charity stores into more upscale stores. It's just a natural part of the process. And in fact, I included a link to a really great store for bigger guys. It's called um, DXL or Destination XL. And they have all the major brands in larger sizes, if you're into that already. But I want you to realize that this whole series is not so much a style series. As you can see from the links I've included, there are hundreds of style guides online that will focus only on how you dress. I'm approaching this kind of holistically. I'm interested in the whole picture, you know, in helping you find your confidence and your attractiveness to women in all areas. This is just one small part of it. So that's why I don't put too much emphasis on going out and buying the right loafer or the right pocket square. You know, as I said, this is a cufflink free zone and I mean it. <laughs> and I also believe that the best way to start this whole adventure of you um, is to be very laid back about it and easygoing at first. I think you're going to love it. When you see racks of clothes that go right from super, super small, right up to 6X or 8X or whatever, all organized by type and size, you're going to love it. And when you see that you can get every type of clothing you'll ever need, including coats and shoes and hats and scarves and shorts and everything, in this one place, without driving all over town or traipsing all over the mall, you know, when you could get your entire wardrobe in one place in one afternoon for like a hundred bucks. Well, I mean, come on. So go check it out, just with the intention of just looking if you want. See what they have. Obviously, some stores are going to be better stocked than others. And since the stock is always changing, it's worth it to keep coming back. You'll find a lot of fashionable young women shop there, too. You'll be very surprised. It'll be full of young fashionistas because they know this secret. This is why I'm telling you this secret. This is a, this is a fashion girl secret. <laughs> One of those undiscovered little gems. A lot of fashionable women get their clothing at secondhand stores. So you should too. And if you go, I also want you to pick up about a dozen old magazines. Okay? You can get them for like 50 cents or something. Just grab a random bunch of all kinds of magazines, preferably things like fashion, home, but also anything that interests you, you know, music, 
cars, whatever. This is going to come in handy for a future project that I have in store for you. You don't need to know what it is right now. Just grab some old magazines for now, okay? And just put them aside. Sometimes you can get your, your wooden hangers there too. So don't be afraid to look for them there too as well. Okay, so, so what kind of clothes should you look for? Now I might surprise you again. But for the first trip, I don't want you to change anything about your style. Just go for what you normally go for, with only one proviso this time. I want you to look for clothes that fit. That's all. If you normally wear jeans and hoodies, fine. Go shop for some more jeans and hoodies. If you just wear plain black t-shirts and, and cargo pants, fine. Just shop for plain black t-shirts and cargo pants. This trip isn't about changing your style. If you feel ready and excited by the process, by all means, you know, go for it. If you're feeling adventurous and you want to change, then go knock yourself out. <laughs> try, try on things you normally wouldn't try. Go crazy. But if you're feeling at all uncertain or anxious about this whole thing, just stick with what's comfortable for now. The most important point is to actually try on clothes and pay attention to how they fit. If you're looking for jeans, for instance, find your waist size and then grab a pair that are a size up and a size down from that and try on all of them. Manufacturers are notorious for having different fits. The same clothes can vary wildly from company to company, so you can almost never <laughs> trust what's on the label. I have clothes in my closet that span four dress sizes, and they all fit me. So pay attention to the length of the jeans, too. You don't want something that's too long and bunches up around your ankles or drags along under your shoe. Pants can be hemmed, usually for about ten bucks at a, at a seamstress. Or you can even buy this kind of fabric glue tape stuff at, at Walmart or Target or whatever. Just roll up the pants to where you want, put the sticky stuff in the middle, and iron it. The glue melts, and it hems your pants for you. No sewing. Anyway, it's better not to buy pants that are too long in the first place. And when you have a huge selection, you should invest the time in trying things on, looking for something that isn't too long, too short, too tight, too loose. Things that are a good fit for you. For shirts, same thing. Look for your usual size and then try one smaller and one bigger. Check to see that the buttons lie flat and don't strain. And where the shoulder meets the sleeve on the shirt, it should sit right at where your collarbone meets your shoulder. It shouldn't be like halfway down your upper arm, you know, that, that's a shirt that's too big. You can sometimes buy clothes that are a bit too big, and I'm going to discuss the absolute miracle of tailoring in a future episode, but for now just focus on getting clothes that fit you. I don't care who you are, I don't care if you have a great body, if you have a dad bod, if you're 600 pounds, I don't care. You will look a thousand times better and be a thousand times more attractive to women if you just wear clothes that fit you. I know it's tough. I know sometimes the temptation to just buy something that covers you and forget about it, you know, avoid mirrors, you know, <laughs> it can be overwhelming, I know. But you have to resist that feeling. You have to be willing to spend some time trying on clothes until you find clothes that fit. You are worth the time and investment. And please don't say things like, well, I'll put more effort into my clothes when I lose weight or when I bulk up at the gym. Whether you lose weight or bulk up in the future, 
doesn't really matter. The body you have today is worth every bit as much as the one you might have in the future. You have to respect yourself always today, you know, for exactly what you look like right now, regardless of what changes may occur later. And the last part of this shopping trip is the best part. After you've done, I want you to go do something great for yourself. It can be big or small. It can be as simple as turning up the music you love really loud in the car on the way home. Or maybe it's treating yourself to your favorite fast food. Maybe it's getting yourself a game or a movie you've wanted for a while. Whatever it is, end the shopping trip with something nice to reward yourself. To make the whole thing worthwhile. So that even if you went through some frustration with clothes that didn't fit or didn't suit you, even if you didn't buy anything, you can end the day on a high note, feeling good. And here's another idea too. If you're up for it, ask a female friend or family member that you trust to come with you when you shop. Ask her what she thinks of what you try on. You want women to like the way you look, right? So ask a woman. <laughs> if she says you look amazing in a certain thing, even if you don't see it, just buy that thing. Trust me. It's, <laughs> you know, that's the only thing noticeably missing from the videos I've linked to below. The male ones. It's, well, a girl. I mean, <laughs> come on. Ask a woman which things that she likes best on you. Ask several women. I mean, do you really care if other guys think you look super cute? Nah, I didn't think so. <laughs> but please remember, the main reason for paying attention to your wardrobe is not to get you to conform to some societal ideal, you know, or to make you look good just as the goal in itself. It's not about vanity or pleasing shallow people who will judge you for your looks. Not at all. This is about sending yourself and others the clear, unmistakable message that you're worth it. You deserve nice, well-fitting clothes. You deserve to feel good in what you wear. You deserve to present a good image to others. A lot of women, myself included, really don't care what body size you have. I couldn't care less. Fat, skinny, doesn't matter. But what does matter to me is if a guy looks like he's made some effort to be put together. He doesn't have to look like a million bucks. He just has to look like he cares about himself. If a guy takes the trouble to wear clothes that fit him, and also clothes that suit him, but I'll get to that in another episode. It immediately tells me a few things, okay? It tells me you're worth caring about, right? You've put this effort into yourself. You must be worth caring about. It tells me that you care about yourself so that I, I know you have some, some emotional health going on, you know, which is important in a potential romantic partner. And yes, it tells me that if you care about yourself, you'll probably care about me. It's selfish, you know, but we all subconsciously look for things like that in a partner. Is this person going to treat me well? Is this person going to respect me? Well, I don't know at first glance, obviously, but what I suspect at first glance is that at least he respects himself and treats himself well. And that's a great start. Okay, so that was kind of a lot to take in this week, I know. But we're making such progress, right? This is great. So watch the videos in the links below. And if the videos send you down the rabbit hole and you end up watching more episodes, well, even better. Um, but then replace your hangers and then head out to the stores. 
I would love to hear from you in the comments about your shopping trip. And I'd really love it if you sent me pictures of your new duds, <laughs> if you're up for it. I won't share them with anyone. I just love to see what you get for yourselves. I'm enjoying this whole process. So that's it for this week. Next week, we'll work on some more ways to deal with your past and bring on the future that you want. So until then, remember, you're an attractive, interesting person worthy of love, and you're well on the way to finding it. Bye for now.